Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass as well as the automotive and social media world. I am your host Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass and this week we are joined by not only Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales, hello. say hello Tony, thank you very much, hello. but also the maestro Tim Marlowe from Magnitude Finance. Good afternoon. Yes, here he is. We are finally, finally doing our car financing special. Something Tony and I have been promising for a long, long time. It's something I have touched on on the main channel, seen through glass a few times before. And finally, we're doing it, Tim. So thank you so much for coming and joining us. Um, We're going to go in deep. We're getting deep with car financing. Uh, It's something that I feel like a lot of of you who listen to this podcast and watch the main channel have questions about. So we're going to try and answer as many as possible. Tim is here to, to sort of be our expert. Um, Tony's here to sort of provide an insight from a car salesman point of view. And then I'm here from a car buyer's point of view. Because, Tim, you have finance like five of my cars, I think. It's been a while. It's been it? a while, yeah. So, uh, again, something I talk about a lot. Um, but, we've but had a journey. We've had a journey. It's been emotional at times. I've definitely caused you a few nosebleeds. <laughs> I want Great to pay hair. less. I want to pay less. <laughs> um, but we're going to be getting into all of that. If you are joining us for the first time here on the YouTube channel. Thank you very much. Make sure to hit subscribe and turn notifications on so you do not miss future episodes. Uh, If you are listening to us, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you are following us wherever you are listening to us. Rightio, shall we just dive straight in head first? Who here wants to explain what is car financing? Tim, do you mind if I throw to you first? What what actually is car financing? Straight in at the deep end, eh? Um, I guess the easiest way to say it is someone wants to buy a car, they can't afford to pay for it outright, so they decide to finance it. This is not car leasing? Not leasing. No, not leasing at all. And only applies to guys in the UK that have UK income, UK property, based over here. Uh, we have done some guys that based in UK and uh, abroad 50-50 the time, but they have to have a footprint in the UK to make it work. So I think the, the big confusion usually comes here is because in America, car leasing is very, very popular. And hello to all of our American listeners and viewers. Um, and that essentially is kind of like long-term renting the car, right, Tony? Is Leasing is like long-term renting the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's difficult to get out of, right? You're using, yeah, fixed equipment. Well, financing is borrowing the money to buy the car. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay, I'm glad I figured that one out. Um, so yes, two very different things. And then as Tim mentioned in this podcast, we are talking about uh, the UK market. I, they, they, car financing does exist in other places around the world, right? In different forms. We maybe need to open the LA office. What do you think? Yeah, I'm so keen. <laughs> uh, PCP, I think PCP originally come from America. Ah, I think, okay. I think that's where it come from. Well, we're going to break down very shortly the different various forms <coughs> of financing. PCP, hugely popular here in the UK, right? It's, it's saved the car industry, I think. Oh, well, here PCP. we go. Bloody yeah, hell. It's what, it's, yeah, it is what yeah, most... Yeah. Uh, most people tend to offer now and uh, the, the benchmark out there um, certainly for the volume brands a lot of them do that on PCP yeah um, three so minutes in and we've had a big claim already from Tony I love it we're straight on it straight it's on nice it. to have a guest as well because I haven't great got, to have just a guest, got isn't to it? talk to you all the time yeah I don't have to just stare at your face and I, we've put Tim in between us because, I know I'm in the middle well, yeah well Tony and I have just sort of slightly got tired of each other now it's got to that point where we don't really want to be close to each other so but well, I can't get a word in edgeways anyway because <laughs> you just keep talking <laughs> you're actually almost out of shot which I quite like too I've just looked up That's at the amazing. camera and you're hardly in this podcast, but thanks for coming along. <laughs> yeah, um, no thanks also for letting us use your office, which uh, still has the lovely plant in it from uh, previous episodes. Those uh, long-term viewers you may recognise. Should we get the plant a name? A name? Yeah, like Patrick the plant. It's the same colour as your Cayman. 
Uh, Cayman's a bit boring. I did have a bit built for all this, but you've you've buffed it. (laughs) Buffed it. Yeah, you put your nose up. One day we will be moving out to this infamous balcony that is going to be the setting for our future podcast. But beautiful. Every every time I come, I decide against it because either I've bought the wrong equipment or I'm just not in the mood. So we're staying here with Patrick. I've called him Patrick. Patrick the Plant. Um, and then is that because of Ireland? Because of Green? Yeah, there we go. Paddy, Paddy the Plant. Cloverleaf. That's Italian, mate. Anyway, back to the financing special. (laughs) So uh, we've kind of touched on the very top line of sort of what car financing is. However there are a million different ways to do it so Tim I'm going back to you again yeah there's sort of two I'm not splitting all a million in no. this episode surely 35 uh, minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a very boring episode the sort of most common ones am I correct in saying HP HP so HP very brief uh, you'll take the finance over a term normally anywhere between two and five years at the end of the term you own the car outright and you've paid the finance off in full so it's just, it's a bit like a sort of loan that you're just chipping away at very similar to a personal loan yeah. okay fine PCP. So PCP, as Tony uh, has mentioned, um, that is another form of financing. That is a personal contract purchase. That has a guaranteed balloon at the end. So your options, again, whether you take it on two years, three years, four years, some do five years, uh, you can hand the keys back at the end of the term. And as long as you've not exceeded the mileage limit, that's it, you're out of it. If you've gone over the mileage, you might have a bit of an extra amount to pay at the end. Uh, but yeah, that is the, the other most common one, as we probably suggested in the UK at the moment. So to break that down a little bit further, let's say we're talking about a £50,000 car. The dealer says that in three years' time, this is going to be worth £25,000. So essentially, you pay off twenty-five grand plus interest? That's it. That- you pay £25,000 capital back, interest over the full amount, uh, and then you give the keys back okay. and wa- walk away from it. And it's somebody else's risk. So you if- don't have to give the keys back if the car is worth more than the, uh, the, the, the balloon, they sometimes call it the residual at the end, you can part exchange it and use the equity to then go into uh, another vehicle. So that is just one of the three options. And Tony, am I right in saying that that's a big sort of dealer push? They often say, if you go PCP, at the end of your deal, you might have a bit of cash to roll into the next car. Yeah, unless you've got a Mercedes. <laughs> 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 well, as I say, that's the usual promise, right? I yeah. I took a PCP out on my Audi TT and can tell you right now, I did not have any equity left to roll into the next car. I mean, I think they're like, you had a loss, but we'll call it evens. Yeah. How long did you keep it? <clears throat> the full term? Nope. Nope. There you go. <laughs> so, Tony, how does it work in that fund? Who are you deciding the balloon? Who's deciding the balloon? And... Uh, how are you structuring a deal as a as a dealer? So the the bank dis- decide the balloon. Okay, we the don't future value. The future value, and they go by um, a a guide which is uh, called CAP, which is what we all roughly go by. But it's a guide. Okay. It's not always a hundred percent right. So sometimes we get cars in. Manufacturers are the worst for it. So Mercedes, Audi, BMW they'll exaggerate that balloon payment. And the reason why they do that is the only way you're gonna get out of that car is if you go back to them and part exchange it with them and they'll give you a bit more money because they can sell it for a bit more. And it's just inflated and it's just another way to get the monthly payment down essentially. Because the higher the balloon, the less you pay per month? Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. so they'll say, instead of saying it's worth £25,000 in four years or three years, they'll go, oh, it's gonna be worth thirty. you pay less per month, come back to us, but we all know that you might get screwed at the end of yeah. that. Yeah, I and think the other factor to bear in mind is there, it's always linked to mileage as well. So most dealers will say, oh, just say you're doing 6,000 miles per annum. Yeah. Even though you're doing more, because then what happens is, with its lower mileage, the value at the end should particularly be worth more than the Ah, expect. so they use the mileage to work out. <coughs> so don't lie in the mileage. Don't say, I can do 1,000 miles a year, and then do a road trip to Monaco the next day. Yeah, so most most banks will always do the, the balloon payment conservative, conservatively, because they want to protect themselves. They kind of don't want you to hand the keys back. They want you to, they want you to part exchange it. Um, so you should have some money at the end. But like I said, some of the big manufacturers, because they just want to sell cars they'll inflate that balloon payment and it's harder for you to get out so to a question to both of you if you are walking in as joe blogs to any car dealership and looking at pcp is the balloon the thing you should be focusing on or is it the interest or the monthly payment what is your thing to really sort of nail down on i think it's a combination of each individual's profile at the time and what they're wanting out of it some people are very much payment led some people are interest led 
Um, so how much interest they're paying back and some people are actually just rate led so what the, is the cheapest rate that they can get so there's not a, a carte blanche yes just focus on that it's looking at everything ultimately the lower the rate the APR uh, the, the less interest that you should typically be paying okay and the, the advice that I'd give uh, extended onto that is just don't spend beyond your means if you don't spend beyond your means then then who cares what, what yeah. the two figures are at the end I think this will be the big theme in the final message to today's podcast is that, that financing isn't always firstly the cheapest probably not the cheapest way to buy a car and not always the most sensible way to buy a car um, but we're going to get onto that as a sort of what, some of our final points let's move on from PCP because it is a sort of complicated one but it's one of the most popular so I do want to keep coming back to it uh, what's the sort of is there a third well the other one that we tend to do a lot of is a, a cross between both of those so it's a, a, a HP with a balloon, you could call it, but it's a non-guaranteed balloon at the end. Okay. So uh, we still use the same kind of matrix to look at what the residual value is, but because it's the customer's risk, so bear that in mind, the client's risk rather than the lender's, uh, there's sometimes a little bit more scope to go higher on that residual. And also with some of the specialist cars that we do, um, cap might not be quite where they need to be on the residuals. For sure. sure. And you guys have all experienced this, so we'll put a bit more of a, a common sense approach and look at uh, the, the market forces involved and where car should be valued at the end. I think that's a really interesting point that I want to jump on quickly, actually, because, uh, yeah, so Magnitude, you're, you're independent, right? You're, I mean, you do a lot of work with dealers, but you're a broker. Like, what would you class yeah, we're, yourself we're, as? we're a broker. We have access to, let's say, at least 20 lenders in the market. So we've got two divisions. We've got a Magnitude Finance, which is one that goes direct to the clients. And then we have a, a dealer link division as well uh, that works alongside dealers to give them the benefit of those products as well. And you mentioned there that you do tend to do a lot of work with sort of like supercar or specialist cars. And I first came across you when I bought the Alpha 4C, which is still rare these days. Uh, and was in need of some specialist financing because I had no money. Your one, uh, your one was very rare yeah. and painted. <laughs> it was in half. That's how I got rid of it. Yeah, it had a van in the side of it. <laughs> um, but within that, within that, as you say, it's quite hard because in today's world, for example, let's let's talk about the McLaren F1 uh, financing example you guys did a, a year or so ago. In today's world, where some cars appreciate, or cars like Tony's GT3 RS, yes, Tony, I'm bringing Winning. it up for you, uh, are worth double what people are paying for them the next day. Some cars are depreciating kind of like how can you accurately cap a car's is that what it's called cap a car's value or yeah cap I think it, cap, cap is the uh, the, the market uh, industry that people use to uh, to work out the balloons um, but a lot of it is looking at a, a common sense approach um, using the the knowledge that we've got and also linking to other people that know in the market and I guess the underwriters that are deciding on what residuals are going to put on these cars we decide ultimately what we feel it's worth. And if a car is appreciated in value, uh, you're never going to get a residual higher than what you're borrowing because that just wouldn't make sense. Um, but we will try and make sure it links into the pre depreciation curve of these things as well. So let's take a GT3 as an example because it's quite good. So so a, a list price GT3, Tony, is what with, with, with spec options? Uh, mine was 134. 134 and they're online for 180, do we roughly. think? Roughly. 180, roughly. Um, so could you, could you, for example, do an interest-only borrowing or loan like could, could you just pay the interest and not pay off any capital yes you can what the uh, the underwriters like to look at there though and keeping things fairly simple if you've got a, a reasonable size deposit so let's say 20 25 percent deposit going into the car uh, we can put the balloon up higher to make it to so the balloon is actually the same as what you're borrowing so you are just paying interest back over the uh, the period of the finance which will be typically two years um, it's very rare that we'd uh, uh, do anything with nil deposit because ultimately uh, the uh, the underwriters do want some commitment from the customer. You won't go and buy a house without putting a deposit down. Sure. Okay. So, I, and I'm assuming there's quite a lot of risk with interest only loans or deals? Not, or? not really because if the customer's putting money in up front, that's their commitment and it means that even if the finance company, God forbid, have to repossess a car, uh, that deposit would be lost but the car should still be worth roughly where the uh, the finance outstanding is. Um, but only just, if it's a car like a GT3. Yeah, only if it's a, a solid value car. Otherwise, we might need more deposits up front. Um, I think that the key thing here is that we, we are looking at these. We're not going to put a value on a car that is above uh, where we think it will be. Okay, fair enough. And speaking of deposits, again, to both of you, like what, what, what is a sort of recommended uh, deposit? Tim, from a sort of a broker point of view, what do you like to have clients or customers putting in? And Tony, at what point do you think you're a joker? If you're looking at a finance and someone goes, I want to put £500 in. Are you like, get out of my life? Or like, do you recommend an amount of money as well from a, from a dealer point of view? 
I think typically uh, the, the, the 10% deposit is ideal. We do a lot uh, with less than that, and then once we get up to the, the more expensive cars, uh, we do take more deposit. But then we do have customers that come in and say, I don't want to put any money down, or I only want to put £1,000 down. And we have to turn around and say to them, well, that looks negative before we've even got past go with the underwriters, because really you're not putting any commitment down. And that is one of the key things that we do try and steer customers on on day one. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I would say. If someone come in on a 70 grand car and said, can I put 500 quid or a grand down? That's I, would, me. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, unless they're so strong on paper. Sure. Uh, and the car warrants, maybe the car might be up cheap or, or the car warrants that figure that they're trying to borrow. Then I may try, but not normally, okay. because and quite often then people aren't really that serious either. Sure, if they're just trying to chance it, basically yeah, trying to yeah, lock yeah, themselves yeah. into a the, deal. The classic we do have is uh, oh, a customer's having to bail out of his uh, his old finance business somewhere else, and he's got to put ten thousand pounds to come out of that. He doesn't want to put any money down into his new car. So we have to have the explanation with them. Well, you're going to be in exactly the same position if you don't put more down on day one. And ultimately, we want to make it easier at the back end. It's easier parting with money on day one than it is handing it over when you're handing the car back. You know, yeah. that's literally something that you explained to me. I remember this so well. I think, you know, even when I went from 4C to F-Type and then obviously F-Type onto bloody McLaren, uh, you know, quite, quite big substantial jumps every single time. And I remember you saying this to me very early, saying that, look, it's better to, to bear that sort of cost when you're buying a car. It's exciting. You're buying a car. You might as well suck it up because you can't escape that money. You're you're borrowing money. You're paying interest, and cars usually depreciate. So, if you are, let's take simple man maths again, buying a car for fifty thousand pounds, and you're borrowing forty nine thousand pounds plus interest, it's very unlikely that the car is going to hold its value better than your money's going to you're going to pay, make your payments off. So at some point, you're going to come to sell, and you will be in negative equity. The car will be worth less than what you owe. Correct? Correct, yep, okay. spot on. And okay. we do try and avoid that because uh, that's uh, a risk to the customer and a risk to the lender as well. And uh, yeah, it just doesn't doesn't sit well with anybody, to be honest. You're more likely to be in that kind of position, though, where I guess the, the lower value cars, hopefully the more expensive ones, will hold their value better. Not all, hey, Tony? No. <laughs> but, uh, How's yeah. that AMG, Tony? <laughs> no, it's all right at the minute, yeah. that car. No, no, it's all right. It's all right? You're doing okay? Yeah. You're surviving? Uh, I, I dropped a... Uh, I won't swear. Yeah, I dropped don't. a big, big pill on the McLaren, though. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Do, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> so, so yeah. So, okay. We've touched a little bit on a couple of the, I guess, potential negatives or pitfalls. But, but let's talk about the positives because we're all here as kind of, I guess, champions of financing, or at least I definitely am, which is why we're doing this podcast. Because as I say, Tim has uh, very kindly uh, financed my five of my last cars. Um, so, so what, why do people finance? What are the benefits and the positives to it? I think let's let's be be open to start off with if you have the cash to buy a car that is the cheapest way to go out and buy a car fact fact absolutely agree you, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah agree unless unless oh, here he is no because i'm going to throw a curveball if do. if you're a property developer or someone like myself that need their own money to work which is what i do you've just stole my line oh sorry okay then then because <laughs> of the rate of borrowing finance wise is quite competitive and cheap at the moment it's cheaper to use their money than tie your own up okay so okay again I, I, I just want to break this down you know this is an idiot's guide to car financing and life so what you're saying is uh, again I like the £50,000 car example because it's just easy uh if you can put in £25,000 and keep 25000 to yourself that you, Tony, for example, can then invest into stock or, or do whatever, you might be able to make that money work harder and in theory keep earning you money rather than have it tied up in a car. Spot that, on. That's, that, yeah. that is one of the sales lines that we do use when speaking oh, to people. You probably said it to me hey, subconsciously. Yeah. It came back out of me. That's what it was. Yeah. Did you have the money to buy the car? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Just clear that one I up. never do. Yes. Uh, so yeah, if we can, uh, if you can make your money work harder for you, uh, there are other options. Which is a lot of the time where we come into it because a lot of the people we're dealing with, we hear about high net worths and uh, um, football players, people like that that do have lots of money. Most of those people do tend to fund their cars. They do fund their cars. It's okay, because they they would prefer to keep the cash out doing other things. And let and let's not let's not forget, supercars on funding are a lot of money. So you need to be of a worth 
to be able to get these cars on finance. You can't just not have no money. Well, a, a big part of this, and this this comes back to the you know don't stretch beyond your means uh, statement that we said I a said bit that. earlier. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Coming back to Tony's Brilliant. very good point. Brilliant. I mean, mate, I'm going to write that on a stone somewhere. <laughs> is is the is the as you say? Firstly it's expensive we, we've already touched on the fact that it's more expensive than just buying the car cash secondly you get a lot of checks I mean the, the banks aren't just going to lend you money willy nilly like you know they, they check that you can afford it I think with a lot that's gone on in the economy uh, over the last few years uh, treating customers fairly um, serviceability is a key word that we use to make sure that people can service the debts someone might have lots and lots of assets but if he's not got the liquid cash to pay a loan back he's going to struggle there you go you know you might inherit 10 grand you might get a bonus of 10 grand you might whatever doesn't mean you're like okay well I can afford like four months of payments then on that then you're screwed and then you're going to get repossessed and, and that's a whole load of bother no one wants to get near um, and I've forgotten well, I did have another uh, a, a small point on that. oh yeah no, you're going to have a monthly commitment that's exactly it there's no point in doing this if you're not in regular employment or you haven't got the cash coming in to pay off these regular monthly bills yeah I can give you an example as Please well do. Uh, of do. that. I had a customer come in last week. Um, they their their salary was twenty grand a year, okay. and they're looking at a forty grand car. So their payments were six or seven hundred pound a month. Okay, um, and you knew they were going to struggle to make straight that. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. because away. because you you're just not earning enough money. Sure, um, they're they're they're. Part exchange car was a bit less on finance. So in their head, they're thinking, oh, it's only another couple of hundred pound a month. But it's not just all about that. They look at the whole picture, the whole the whole thing. And if you're not earning enough money, it's like Tim said, it's responsible lending. Yeah. And let's, I, I, I say, I, I want to keep... Uh I think it's great to give this advice and these warnings, but I also do want to celebrate, um, you know, what you guys do at Magnitude, but also the benefits. Because let's take me as a, as a prime example, and, and some people might not agree with this, and I know there are lots of people out there who don't agree with financing. But for me, the McLaren is a prime example, right? I got to a point where I had a, a lot of disposable income coming in per month. I, I was earning more money than I'd earned before, and I knew that I could afford, you know, maybe like twelve hundred, thirteen, fourteen hundred quid a month on a car I mean it's a ton of money but I knew I could kind of get away with that and not be completely homeless you did uh, flap when you buy, bought that car though I flapped massively we walked out of the dealership I said Tony I can't Tony I can't buy the car it was Tony, hilarious I can't buy the car I've got to call my mum this is awful <laughs> <laughs> I probably freaked I out I need to get my girlfriend and, everything. and for six months I had a headache but I did I was able to afford it yeah, now yeah. I couldn't have afforded to spend £140,000 I did not have £140,000 I could not have done that so what financing allowed me personally to do at that point was to get into a £140,000 car in a more affordable way. It might not have been the best. A lot of people might say, well, if you can't afford it, don't buy it. But I had six incredible months with a £140,000 supercar and I was able to afford it. it you know, so... I think the other thing there is to, to look at that. That wasn't just you jumping straight into the deep end with that car. We talked about the journey initially. And what we try and do is, even at people at a younger age, um, get them onto their, their first car. Um, one of the benefits of finance is you're building a track record up. Buying a house, your mortgage, you've got a track record in your credit file. A credit file, again, go back to the idiot's guide, is what the lenders look at to see if you've been paying your commitments with other things. That could be mail order, could be other personal loans, credit cards, bank accounts. There's all sorts of things that they can check on you now. So going from a £40,000 car straight up to 140, probably not going to work. We build that up over time. Don't that's know, exactly how much it. time? Oh, you know, 18 months? Not enough time because yeah. I'm an idiot. Um, but it, that's exactly it. it. It wasn't like I suddenly woke up one morning and went, oh my God, I got all this cash. Like It was incrementally increasing what I was paying per month over six to nine month periods that as I was earning more, I felt more confident and had the ability to push that money aside. Obviously, I'm a bit of a freak example because uh, these cars are also business assets for me for what that's I do. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, so, so it's a bit of a unique example. This isn't yeah. completely just toys on the side. I use them for my work and my business uh, and obviously create content here on the YouTube channel. So it's so a bit of a weird example, but I just wanted to kind of tie it into someone as me who's a petrol head who dreamed of one day owning a supercar. I was only able to do it because of financing. I couldn't have done it with cash. You still own a supercar, mate. I'm, I know. Uh, I know. Do you? Um, <laughs> like, I'm fully aware of that. But but the Ferrari's financed as well. 
Yeah, of course. I, I mean, you know, that's exactly it. I couldn't have bought those cars without financing. So that's why, for me as a petrol head, I'm a fan of it, even if it's costing me more but and has you a bit have, more risk. You have built up your credibility and reputation, because not only with ourselves as the finance broker, but with the lender as well, because the lender can see that, uh, that you've repaid them back on previous cars and you continue to repay them. Uh, but and we also, have been with the same lender. We have been with the same lender. The we've, got, we've got more than one lender, but we've been with the same, same lender. But then other lenders look at your credit profile and can see you've been paying back cars of this nature, so they'll be more inclined to lend you money on other cars as well if we need to get you into another supercar. Hello, <laughs> hello. Here he is, Tim, always shopping around. Um, let's talk some examples then, because I just touched a little bit briefly on uh, the McLaren. But but you've knocked up very kindly some, some, some specific examples of three cars at different points in the market. We're going to the performance supercar related. Um, we'll touch on a second on sort of more everyday cars, but what have you got? What have you knocked up for us? We've tend to look at uh, three three different levels of, of car. We've got the, the supercar going straight into the uh, the, the Huracan. Uh, we've then got uh, an R8 uh, V10 Plus. Um, someone wanted that one. Oh, at some point. Uh, and then we've got a slightly lower car, still uh, still expensive, and uh, um, but one that we feel is really good value uh, for money. And what I think, and Tony probably agrees, sells quite a lot of in the marketplace and are easy to sell. So that is the, uh, the C63. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Yeah, we know someone that's got one of them as well. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, if we're uh, releasing yeah. one of your figures here. That's uh, ruined this, it. Yeah, this is, this is not Paul Wallace's finance agreement. Uh, this is just an example. He's going to be uh, shouting at the radio yeah, now. exactly. He loves shouting at these podcasts. Um, okay, so let's dive into it as examples. Let's start off with the Mercedes C63. So what are we talking about retail price here? So we're working just under 60000 £58,500 on this one. And it's a live one that we've uh, picked off the... Uh, so this is a uh, used off, car. Auto, auto trader. Used car. Trader. So we are looking at a uh, 67 plate. Okay. Uh, done 4,000 miles. Um, and coming out of uh, main, main Mercedes retail group dealership. Okay, great. Unless Tony's got one to sell. I've got an S. Oh, okay. hello. So it's available at Gravelwood now. Maybe not on these figures, but anyway. <laughs> It'd be close, though. Yeah. Call the S Tony balloon, and Tim for a... The S balloons are stronger. There he is. Look at the non-S. You know the salesman in the room, don't you? Um, okay, so 58 and a half grand car. Uh, what are we talking about? Do so a couple of examples here. We thought we'd just mix it up a bit. We've got the straightforward £10,000 deposit, uh, which is uh, probably fair on that kind of uh, level of car. And um, a four-year deal, which is our typical term. Most customers like to go for the four years, just because it keeps payments down. And sorry to interrupt you, because this is not leasing and this is financing, you can get out before four years, right? Yeah. You, you can leave when you like. There might be risks at different stages, but you can bail when you, you want. You can get a settlement figure when you want to do. And one of the topics we'll come on to is that the regulated stroke, non-regulated. These are all regulated figures, which we'll, we'll explain that a little bit okay, more. Okay, so in, let's in come back bit, to that after, we'll come, the, we'll after the breakdown. But um, yeah, looking at these, uh, these payments over four years, uh, £690 a month. 
um, as a, an a, a idea. I'm okay. not going to say you're not going to get it cheaper than this, you're not going to be more expensive than these. These are just ballpark figures for you to work out. Yeah, and, and I really appreciate that because, you know, I, I know for you guys to actually, you know, talk talk figures um, on such a general scape isn't always uh, great. So, of course, if you are looking at one of these cars, if you found one of these cars, get in touch with Tim, get in touch with Magnitude for personalized quotations. Um, but, yeah, as a ballpark figure, this is this is kind of what cars might cost you uh, if you're looking at... And this is a balloon PCP? This is a, this is a balloon. This, okay. this is HP with a balloon that we've HP done, done the them all on. And we're going to have two options on each. So the balloon is non-guaranteed. Uh, let's just, just clarify that. Um, and I think what we've based them all on is 6.9 APR, which okay. is where we feel fair in the market. Uh, yeah, you'll probably get a better deal. But Tony, can you add from that from your experience rating the market? No, that's, that's all right, mate. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all right. Okay, nothing pre-planned there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little nervous there. I was like, oh, yeah. Tim's throwing to Tony. What's going on? I'm out of control of my podcast. This is all going yeah. haywire. T- Tony's going to say something yeah. not like, right. We did all right there. I think we worked as a team. Anyway, so yes. So we're looking at £690 a month there. Okay, um, fine. So C63. probably quite a nice monthly payment for a sure. car of that nature. And uh, I don't think that's uh, taking the, uh, the the Mickey too much there. Hopefully you can afford that kind of thing buying that kind of level of car. Okay, so let's say we want to step up to a sort of baby supercar, which I'm going to Can I just throw a mix? In oh, there, just sorry, very quickly. Please. I have yeah, another yeah. another option that I put together. Oh yes, okay. If you have a little bit more money to put down on day one, sure, we can get that car down to two hundred and twenty pound a month. Oh my god! So what money do you have to put in? Twenty thousand pounds down. Shorten the term to crazy. two years, and this is close to the, uh, the the interest only structure. Wow! So literally just double. So ten to twenty grand in. But you're knocking off 400 quid a month or something like that. Just as a, a different option. I think this is where, being independent, we have the flexibility to look at all different scenarios. And uh, Why haven't we looked at that, my example for that? I mean, that sounds fantastic. Because so we what needed £50,000 in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. I do not have any cash. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened with my GT3. Ah. Uh, so uh, I put a big chunk of money in and ended up just borrowing the balloon. Ah, okay. So, because you knew the money you're putting in was safe, well, you were confident that the money you were putting in was safe. Well, my GC3 got my money back. Yeah, but I mean that's the reason you did it, right? For sure. You wouldn't do that on a C63. No, 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 no. Because it's a bit more risky. No, no, no. But But I put a bigger deposit in. My monthly payment was not even worth talking about. It really wasn't a lot. Yeah, that kind of car. Okay, that's crazy. So I I didn't, I hadn't really thought of that before. So, so there is an argument. You know, ten percent is a good starting point for deposit, but there's an argument for putting in more depending on the car and your position and what you want out of the deal. It is. Some people prefer to have a lower monthly outgoing, but they've got maybe taken a dividend out of the business. They've got more money up front they can take out, so it gives them that option. Okay, interesting. Um, So yes, let's move on. Uh, Baby, I think RA is is for a lot of people the sort of you know attainable first supercar. If you're not buying cash and you're looking at financing, let's have a look at some numbers. We do a lot of R eights. So I tend to be the uh, yeah the, the 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 newer ones, but then going back to some of the earlier ones. So fifty seven two thousand and eight plates do a lot of those, and we can still put values on the back end of those uh, to make them again affordable. So a great entry level car for someone that wants to get into that world. But this one, eighteen plate de- pre demo, fifty miles on the clock. Um, again, coming out of a main dealer, uh, we'd uh, give the examples. This one is costing one hundred and twenty eight thousand pounds. So. The same two examples that we did before. Someone got £15,000 to put down now, so just over 10%. If we looked at a four-year deal, that one is coming out at £1,290 a month. Again, regulated 6.9, that's the, uh, the, the common theme here. And the residual at the end of that, 77,000. Okay, okay, so and do you find that traditionally the supercars and that do have stronger residuals? They do because there's a more there's the higher demand for them, but I think also a lot of these cars do have lower mileage okay. because people are not using them as the day to day cars. We call them weekend cars. Sure, they'll maybe have a four by four Range Rover, something like that. They'll be uh, Tesla uh, driving around in. Yep, Tesla. I was wondering how long it was going to take for that one. <laughs> we were being so I have a Tesla. <laughs> Get <laughs> out. Model X. Get I love out. it. <laughs> Cheers, Tony. <laughs> and how did you get here today? Just tell the audience. I got the train. <laughs> <laughs> that Tesla life, hey? That wonderful Tesla life. Public transport. <laughs> um, Am okay. I blushing on camera? No, not yet. No, yeah, don't worry. We'll make you blush later. Um, okay, so uh, so then what's the, the so, flip reverse, bigger money in deal? Yeah, so putting a bit more money in and going back down to this, this interest only. Um, 25% deposit, which works out at £32,000 in this instance. Um, over two years, five fifty a month. Now, for me, in an RA, I would not advise that. 
I mean, well, I, so, sorry, said it again. I completely missed. I wasn't listening. Five, so. thirty. Uh, well, thirty-two thousand pound down. Yeah. Five fifty a month, and the residual at the end, ninety-six after two years. Uh, wait. So we can work out two years on an RA. No, no, no. But we can work out. So if you go back, so a two thousand and sixteen plate R eight. Yeah. With. 10,000 10, miles 12. on it V10 plus is about 9,500 grand so that'd but be the, about right but the, but the so from from my side here th- I would err on the side of caution of those two deals because you, you uh, theoretically whilst there's a bigger deposit you've got the, s- the smaller monthly payment that might be attractive someone go oh yeah I don't have that big a monthly payment but actually as an overall deal you might well I think what you're what you're probably trying to get to here is Sam that you're subsidising your monthly payment you're using your money up front to have the benefit of a lower payment from what Tony said in the valuation you're going to hopefully walk out clean after two years yeah there won't be no money left but there's no money left so yeah, you're then yeah. going to have to find more money yeah. to go down to your next car that, sure that yeah, that's, exactly, yeah, that's exactly perfect. what I was trying to that's exactly what yeah, I was trying to say gone. so, so yeah. rather, yeah. rather than paying more per month you're really just paying it all up front there we go. and less per month there we go so, uh, so it depends how you want to do it but from, from my side if you're going to finance you, you might as well just trickle, trickle it out but yeah you pay, you're paying the depreciation monthly as opposed to paying it up front there we go See these guys. That's why. That's why these guys are here to articulate uh, me in a better way. I do think it's worth highlighting. Everyone has a different uh, opportunity and uh, different end games of what they want to do. So sure. that's why a lot of what we do is bespoke um, to look at. Yeah, of course. Everyone's own individual Tailored. examples. Tailored. Tailored. There you go. I do remember the first conversation we had when you said, "What do you do for a living?" And I went, "Well, I'm a YouTuber." <laughs> and you were like, "Oh God, <laughs> what is this? This is going to take a while." <laughs> yes. So uh, I appreciated all the help there. Um, we're going okay. Final uh, big hitter. We're going to look at uh, Hurricane. So not too dissimilar from the R8, but Lambo badge. So yeah, Lambo badge taking it up another notch. So two hundred thousand. Uh, again, this, this is another eighteen plate. Fifty thousand. Uh, sorry, fifty thousand. Fifty miles on the clock. Um, so a demo coming out of again a main dealer. Um, looking at this one again with the similar kind of options before. £25,000 deposit going down. What's the price Tony's of the car looking for this at these one? figures, comparing it to what he's been paying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a powerful metaphor. Um, what's the price of the car, sorry? £200,000. £200,000 car, okay. Wow. So £25,000 down. Yeah. Uh, four years. And this is coming out to £2,290 with £103,000 at the end. My oh. purple mantis cheaper than that. Well, because it's surely got a stronger residual it's got a stronger residual yeah, that's yeah. Why. I mean but but here is an example for a lot of people who are sort of finance haters who sort of go oh yeah cars on finance you don't really own it or whatever I, I mean two £2,200 a month £2,300 a mean, month yeah. I'm sorry you've got to be a rich man to be paying that off per month like here he is he's got three of them oh, Tony's Hello. waving for audio only listeners Tony is waving to camera <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness because you know, I do think that's a sort of a bit of the stigma and a bit of the misconception around financing is, oh, you know, you, you, you're not really, you know, it's a sort of cheap, it's a cheapskate way to buy a car, but I don't think that that's is. That's not cheap. Two no, and, that's you not. Know, you factored your tax in as well. Yeah, yeah nearly two and a half grand yeah, per yeah, month. Yeah. Like you, and you are committed to that. Yep. Like you can't escape that. You yep. are, so, yeah. Welcome okay. to my world. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Tony hasn't slept for four days. Um, four years. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, we'll provide just the final flip reverse it for the hurricane. So the, the, the last one, doubling the deposit. So we're £50,000, shortening the term to two years, 865 a month. Sounds okay. more achievable. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah and 150 at the end of two years. Thoughts on value, Tony? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That, Lam- Lambo, uh, Hurricanes are strong. So when you said the the original payment at 108, you're going to have a chunk of money at the end of that. Like, you'll, get your, back you'll get your deposit back and more. Okay. So that put deal. that in spec, that's almost like a savings plan. Yeah, yeah. You are yeah, paying yeah. £2,200 a month, but you're going to get some of that back at the you, end. You will, because okay. uh, 2014, 15 Hurricane, there's still 150, 160 with... 10,000 miles on them so there you go now we've looked there at three pretty new cars um, you did touch on the fact that you've done uh, quite a few of the sort of uh, old generation R8 you have as we've mentioned financed my 360 2002 year car which is amazing uh, incredible um, is there a sort of limit can you can you kind of finance anything is yeah. it harder with old cars like how I think with old cars, it just takes a bit more research to look at what the future value is going to be. Um, but on the older ones, hopefully, there's less depreciation involved. And some of these, uh, we have customers that just buy them purely as investments and uh, want to keep them longer term. 
Uh, I guess instead of a pension these days, some people do. So yeah, we can look at funding anything. And most main dealers will probably go to three, four years old at the start and won't do anything older than that. Whereas we can go to 20, 30 years, real, real classics. Real classics. And, And then in terms of value, is there a sort of, a point uh, a value of a car where it's not worth financing because we just went from sort of 50 grand up if you want to finance a car for 20 grand for 15 grand like it, when would you advise to, to not I think it's got to be economical and there are instances where we turn around to say to a customer well you can go online and get I call them supermarket loans your Sainsbury's your Tesco uh, which are very very cheap and they're just a straight loan they tend to go up to about 15,000 so we people ask yes we will go down as low as 15 but I guess our starting point would be 25,000 pounds upwards okay so that's kind of and and tony you're the same do you get requests for people financing yeah we we do but predominantly people 10 and 15 grand that they are they normally get a bank loan or yeah because they're 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 for nothing they're they're like two and three percent and they really are for nothing and i think as i don't know again personal opinion as a not as a non-expert as a car buyer i think if you're buying a car for 15 grand you might as well own it outright i mean just to avoid the hassle i know it's a lot of money to try and raise um but but at that point i think uh I think a lot, uh, yeah. of the, a, lot of the, a lot of the places you go to buy these uh, cars from the dealers, the main dealers, they all have subsidised finance. They might have 0% schemes yeah. and things like that. Because there's a lower interest element, because it's a much lower value car, they can make it uh, lots of incentives uh, yeah, for people Yeah, or leasing these. at that point. Mm. I have to say, instead of borrowing the money, renting the car long term of a 15 grand car. I mean, I looked at a smart car once, which was ridiculous, like £100 a month for a Would lease. Would you get in one? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the new smart car. Turning circle's fantastic. Really good. Yeah, Brabus spec. Um, now, we did talk about regulated and non-regulated, something you, you touched on as we were going through those figures. Now, this might be a little bit... Uh, a little bit too deep, yes. but I think it's just worth, worth highlighting. It might be muddy waters, so let's take it slow um, uh, and see what is regulated versus non-regulated. Well, we, we have a, a, full, uh, a full article on our uh, website. Oh, there we wants go. to go and have a look oh, at that a bit plug, more detail. Good plug, perfect. For those but, of you watching um, on YouTube, a link below to the Magnitude website, and I'll probably link that article as well. Those of you listening online, uh, magnitudefinance.com.com You should Magnitude. know, it must be one of your favourites. <laughs> it, it really is. Online so, calculator is uh, bookmarked on my page. Uh, anyway, so yes. So the, the, the regulated, non-regulated, not too much detail, but most of this comes down to uh, the, the settlement regime. And a lot of our customers will do a three or four year finance agreement. Very, very rarely keep them that amount of term. Six months for you, Tony. Hello. Yes, six months for you. Three months. <laughs> Me personally. Yeah, yeah, six so or eight months. It, it is having the flexibility to come out of these things without being penalised heavily. Um, regulated products, uh, a few complexes about where they have to be signed on trade premises, which we, we overcome. Uh, but you can come out of that very, very easily. Uh, and it's a fixed rate deal, dead straightforward. And that's what most of the, the main dealers will offer you. We offer that and we do quite a lot of that. Non-regulated, this is where to be very careful because this can be a minefield. And we'd always try and guide customers as best we can here. Uh, non-regulated deals, all the interest can be front-loaded with some of these. Or there can be some very heavy settlement penalties to come out of that. Uh, and that's purely because they're, they're not within the Consumer Credit Act. They're outside of that. And typically, people have been forced into those saying that they will use the car for business use, which not many do, in fairness. Uh, or some will sign a, a, a business user or high net worth exemption, things like that. I know I'm getting a bit technical here. But all I'm saying is be careful. We'll speak to you. We'll guide you the best way we can. And if you are keeping it longer term, sometimes that might be the right way to do it with it being cheaper money. But again lots and lots of options yeah I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there and you, you actually explained it um, I think really well and really uh, clearly and and fundamentally there are so many options when it comes to financing I mean you know from, from dealers to independents just lots of things it is a minefield I think is the best way to describe it and and in all seriousness if you are looking at a financing product um, not only is the Magnitude website good for this kind of advice and there are articles on there um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin your day now Tim and say do feel free to get in touch with Tim just for some advice every now and again as well I mean I'm not telling oh everyone dear. to call him up every oh dear but but I think even if you're speaking to a dealer and sometimes you know whether you're dealing with Ferrari and you just want to be part of the Ferrari network and want to be involved and so you kind of want their finance or you're in a main deal or whatever Tim is a, is a Yoda of this world um, and might just be able to help you, you know, help point out a few potential pitholes uh, in any agreement that you're, you're being sold. So uh, I think it's just worth taking your time and not feeling rushed into these agreements because that's what I find when I go into the main dealers. They do really push financing and tend to just do a bit of jargon that you don't really follow. And before you know it, you're signing an agreement that you don't really understand. I say they earn their money. 
There's, okay, there's so, no money in the in what we call the metal anymore. So it from a dealer all, point of view, you really want to push financing because not not me because okay. I work we work differently because we're specialists. So okay, the independent but the mainline dealers, the main franchise dealers in their new cars they don't have any money in, in oh. them anymore so they have to sell the finance to make any money but I feel like their way of selling finance is oh you'll be fine it's just less a month blah, blah, blah. it just happens so quickly and, and I feel like they don't explain it and I, I've definitely had as I say with the TT I had a penalty for, for coming out early uh, and I was theoretically in negative equity but they were very kind and, and you know it <laughs> settled me in for nothing okay we'll all take it in yeah exactly literally that so, so I do just think you know be careful don't rush into these agreements um, now what I want to do is answer some of your questions because I did put a tweet out last night uh, saying that we're going to be doing finally doing our financing special and some of you have uh, tweeted back with the hashtag behind the glass hashtag behind the glass hashtag something like that um, so we're going to try and rattle through a few of these questions now um, most of these will probably be aimed at Tim but Tony please do get involved um, oh, Martin, I'll go straight for that one most expensive or interesting vehicle we've done oh there we go go on Jared so Jared Hodges has asked yes what is the most expensive or interesting vehicle you've ever financed we've done quite a few vehicles over, over a million pound oh, this one springs to mind uh, a Pagani and uh, we uh, uh, we had to fund this one before it had even been built that was wow. part of the term so a real technical one to do and uh, I remember we did it in stage payments car cost 1.6 million overall brand new out the factory amazing wow how do you do a residual value on a Pagani <laughs> make it up yeah <laughs> amazing um, should we tell should we tell people why they have to do stage payments or is that not important you can okay so so uh, specialist manufacturers like Pagani they ask for money up front before they build the car. Yep. So that's why Tim would have had to have done stage payments. So an initial payment would have been half a million quid. Yeah, rough, roughly yeah, four, four payments in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bugatti are the same. Uh, and that's why it would have had to have been done staged. Okay, there we go. Thank you very much, Tony. Uh, Oliver Jarrett asked a sort of interesting one, which we've kind of touched on, but what are the pros and cons between a four or five-year deal and a two-year deal? I think comparing straight deals, two years is going to be a higher monthly payment and you'll pay less interest. Five years makes it uh, more affordable because you can have a lower monthly payment, but you do pay five years' worth of interest. That straight repayment, no balloons at the end. Does it make any difference as in if you took a two-year deal and want to get out after a year or if you took a five-year deal and want to get out after a year? It all depends when you're looking at, at settling that agreement, really. If you are coming out of it early, after in a two-year deal, you're going to pay half the finance off, so you should have a lot more equity in the car. Whereas in a five-year deal, if you're coming out after the first year again, you're going to have a lot uh, more built up because you've not paid as much back. Okay. Uh, a couple more that we'll rattle through very quickly. Sebastian Van Helden, what happens if you crash a car when you're financing it? Hopefully you'll be insured. That is one of the conditions of all finance agreements to be uh, fully comprehensively insured. The finance company uh, uh, will then, uh, you have to notify them and the insurance company will pay out the finance sum. There are times where sometimes there's some negative equity involved and you may have to put something towards it. Or if you don't and the car's worth less, you might get money back. There are specialist insurance schemes. Gap, you come across yeah, Gap before, Tony? Yeah, They literally bridge the gap. So in this example, if you smash off your car and you owe 50,000 pound and it's only worth 40, the Gap insurance would pay out that 10,000 pound. So right. we don't actually offer that, but there are a lot of the main dealers will offer that with cars. Or leg it and then you'll never own another <laughs> car again. Yeah. Run! Run! <laughs> um, okay, one second. Uh, I've seen here there's uh, the backhouse guys asking about restrictions on age, mileage, price, but but no, we've kind of touched on that. You have to have a license. Okay, good, <laughs> good point. You have to have a license. A lot uh, will insist on uh, UK license. We have some lenders that will look at European licenses, um, but yeah, typical. I've had it before. Yeah, and okay. Before people come in and said, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to buy this £50,000 car, but I haven't got a driving license. Well, then it's not for you, then, is it? It's for someone else. Clearly. We don't like accommodation deals is what they're called. Yeah, where yeah, someone's yeah. fronting it for someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just trying to look. I think we've actually covered off a whole load of all these other questions. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted them. But we, we've done quite well. We've gone quite far and wide and covered most of these topics. Um, I, I want to come back round to our sort of our, our key messages at the start, um, which Tony, you summed up perfectly with the say, statement that, you know, this is if you if it's beyond your means, don't do it. Don't do it. Full don't, stop. don't ever do it. As tempting as it might be, you think, oh, well, look, I own a grand. I earn a grand a month and I could probably get away with 700 quid and eat beans. It's not worth it. Insurance, pe 
petrol, running costs, it's not just the finance. There's a lot more you have to pay towards owning a car. That's Unless exactly. you buy Peugeot, it's just add fuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but also, you're not going to get the enjoyment out of the car, are you? Like, let's face it, you're not. If, if you are. You're going to be too tired to oh drive because you won't be able to sleep at night. You'll be so You'll be scared. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn purple mentors. Um, so, yes, I think that's the main thing is do not push it beyond your means. Um, also, you know, it is not the cheapest way to buy a car. Uh, it, it, it's it's a useful means for lots of different reasons. Lots of people are going to have different ways to do it. This is not car leasing. Car leasing is something very, very different. Oh, that was my final question. Modifications. Coming as a YouTuber. Uh, car wraps, exhaust modifications, wheels, things like that. How does that affect finance? Do finance companies allow that? A lot of finance companies won't, won't allow it. Um, if it interferes with the manufacturer's warranty on these cars, they won't like it and uh, it then impacts on the overall deal itself. Uh, wrapping cars, uh, we have had experiences where cars have been wrapped and then sold on, the wrap's been taken off and it's scratched a high hell underneath. So little things we just need to be a little bit more cautious about. Not saying you can't do it, and I know lots of people do add these onto them and modify the cars, which uh, helps sell some at the end of the day. I think yeah. your, your F-Type, that, well, there uh, go. I mean, that sold really quick because yeah. of the, uh, what had been done the to it. The modifications, and from, from my side, uh, my experience, yeah, usually just being upfront and clear and, and uh, letting everyone know what your plans do or what you want to do rather than trying to do it subtly in the background and then getting a call from the finance company going why the hell are you doing this so I think yeah if you're planning to modify if you know that's something you want to do just be up front with the, with the lender with the, with the broker whoever um, and sense it out and suss it out first because the last thing you want is to have a, a voided contract or insurance issues or anything like that we finance a lot of the 4x4 uh, so people like Urban Automotive Overfinch Khan uh, they all modify the cars the lenders are fully aware of it not one of those tends to touch or mess around with the engine, which is why it's there okay for them. Yeah, so basically, stop supercharging cars, Paul Wallace. <laughs> You're just not going to get finance. There was uh, a pilot that bought your F-Type. He was a very nice lad. He was a really nice guy. Has he still yeah, got yeah. it, do you think? Yeah, he does. He still tags me on Instagram. Does he? Took the white lipstick off, which I was very upset about. Well, I did that. I thought he was going to put it back on. But um, no, he's still got it. He still drives around. I mean, he's Leeds, so he's near you, isn't he? I'm based up in Leeds. He was yeah. five minutes away from uh, from our office. Yeah. So, uh, small world. Small Nearly world. two years ago now, yeah, that was. Well, I love that car. Uh, anyway, I think we're going to round it up. Do you guys have any final points? I think you want to get off your chest before we... No, thank you for no. having me. It's been good. Uh, thank you so topics, much. Like, so, uh, honestly, I'm yeah. so glad we finally managed to do this. Thank um, you for coming. Thank you for coming. Yeah, great to have a guest yeah. uh, and great to get into the details. If you have any further questions, please comment below. Uh, the three of us, or at least I'll, I'll be able to summarize some of the questions and get them over to Tim and Tony or try and answer them myself. Uh, head over to the Magnitude website for those articles that we've mentioned or to use their online calculator. Whilst that is, uh, you know, you need to do specific bespoke uh, agreements, it is quite good for just nerding out. I use it a lot for like just on auto trade and then go oh I could afford this or not <laughs> and then I decide to bother Tim <laughs> at which point he goes please leave me alone Sam um, anyway I hope you've enjoyed it if you are watching here on YouTube make sure to hit subscribe and turn notifications on and if you're listening to us make sure to follow catch up with you very soon bye 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 cheers Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.